0: You found your home for real sports talk for real sports fans. 1700 KBGG. Hey everybody, welcome in. It is a Monday. Jim and Trent right here on the Big Talker 1700. And we open the show today. Um, Boy, it's it's tough. It's very difficult for me. Uh, The same for Trent as well. Uh, with the passing of a colleague and the circumstances that surrounded the passing of longtime radio personality Larry Kotler. Uh, Trent, it was a difficult weekend for me, and I'm sure that it was the same for you.
1: No doubt, Jimmy B. He was uh, a guy that I got to know well throughout the years and ran across paths many different times, both uh, down the dial and here at 1700. I'd see Larry in the building a whole lot, usually... As he was leaving, I was coming in here after uh, he would finish up the shop and and make his way out. I'd be coming in for uh, later in the afternoon, and though the hair would usually be disheveled, there'd always be a smile on Larry's face, and a fun guy to talk sports with, reminisce. He loved talking about his St. Louis Cardinals. I'd needle him a little bit about his Missouri Tigers. Always fun talking sports with with Larry, and, and just devastating news. I mean... The story came out on Saturday evening that it was a 66-year-old man that was swept away, but uh, to to envision it being, you just don't anticipate it's going to be somebody that you know and somebody that right. we both know as well as Larry Kotler.
0: I'm with you on that, and I think that uh, anytime there's a a major story. Uh, like this where it's tragic and it's in our business, boy, oh, boy, it just sets you back. Uh, it did for me. It, as I said before, it was a, di- a difficult weekend. Uh, no question about that. Um, we're going to have, what, Luan from uh, the CW from Iowa? Yeah, yeah. I yeah. mean, he worked with Larry a lot, right?
1: Yeah, they go way back in the day to, uh, well, our, our rock station here, GGO, and uh, certainly a lot of memories from that. Larry still would go on his television show on uh, 23 on the CW, talk sports with Lou. So, yeah, Lo Saibot will be uh, joining us here about 4.20 or so. Lou will hop on. We'll talk with him a little bit about some of the memories and just uh, and what Larry meant, what he was like to work with. Uh, I had some interactions with that, too. Helped out a little bit at the, the morning show down the dial, and I had to— deal with Larry bringing in his CDs of blues music that nobody would ever heard of. Hey, play this coming back for the break. He loved his music as much as he loved his sports and and he was always out there. Uh, and Jimmy B, you, you got to know him well, what, with the Iowa Barnstormers, right?
0: Well, that and I used to go over to the Drake games a lot mm-hmm. as well, like after I would get done with the late afternoon show. Uh, but... Yeah, the Barnstormers, I did their games on radio for a couple of seasons. Larry did their games on MC-22 on Mediacom. And so before the games, he and I would always get together and chat. And it would be not just necessarily about the game uh, that was going to be played in an hour or so, but just about different things that was going on in our respective lives. And it was... It was always, and I try to think back on a lot of the conversations, Trent, and it was always great conversations. That's what I remember. And I know that everybody talks about how positive of a person he was, and he was, but it just seemed to think that he was, like, real interested in what I was doing and wanted to know all about what was going on, and uh, he was just that kind of guy. And... It wasn't a fact that he was, like, interviewing you. It was just a casual conversation, and it was rarely ever about him. It was always something else. So from that standpoint, and I respected his work greatly, and, you know, we all get lit up uh, with Twitter and those goofy message boards and everything, and Larry got his fair share. You and I get it as well. I mean, everybody in our business gets it from Uh, from everybody out there that thinks they really know what's going on even though they don't. And it's one of those things where we all laugh about it. Well, Larry, Larry told me a couple of times that, and he would even quote some passages that people would write about him. And I'd look at him and then he'd just start laughing because he thought it was absolutely hilarious. So he never took it personal. He... He just sort of, uh, you know, let it roll off like water off a duck's back. Nothing, nothing really bothered him. And from that standpoint, I learned a valuable lesson from him. Just in in that arena with the way that social media can be today. So from that standpoint, I, I really I'll, I'll miss Larry tremendously, and I'll miss him just because. I won't see him at a game some night where he and I can talk.
1: Yeah, and I'm the same way and and it goes you know a couple of different ways. I I said earlier uh during the show with Ken today, so I was doing a high school game as you know I'm wont to do, and I got another one coming up this evening. But I was uh out at Drake Stadium last fall calling Roosevelt against Waukee. Big game. Roosevelt was off to one of their better starts in a long time. And uh lo and behold, press box, not a whole lot of people out there as you'd expect. I'm uh I'm sure it was either Matthew Bain from the register or maybe it might have been Cody Goodwin. One of those two were there from the register and I always talked to those guys. And the other guy in the press box was Larry. And Larry wasn't covering it for anybody. He told me, uh, well, hey, I live just right up the road and I just want to watch a little football tonight. So getting in the lay of the land, he was calling a Drake game at Drake Stadium the next day, Drake football game. You just there he had such a passion for sports. But Jim, it's not just the sports that we talk about. You know, we, we will we'll talk about LeBron today. We'll talk about the national stories. And, of course, we're always ultra-focused on Iowa and Iowa State. But for, but for Larry, it was more than that. It was about the different stories, the small stories, the track and field championships coming to town. Those are the kind of stories that he would love to spotlight, things that, frankly, sometimes to you and me, don't mean a whole lot. But he knew their importance. He knew the importance to Des Moines into yeah. Central Iowa, of spotlighting those. And there are many times that, that I look at things and and just I look at what Larry did and, and understand and realize it does go deeper sometimes than just the Hawkeyes and the Cyclones.
0: Oh, absolutely. I mean, we, we try to get into some of those stories. We really do. But Larry was a master mm-hmm. uh, of, of working those sort of stories. He brought them to everybody's attention on his show, no matter which uh, station he was on. And 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 he did it i think with great passion like what you said and he loved those kind of stories trent he would love just to sit in front of the microphone and tell stories that was one of his favorite things to do so from that standpoint he he's there there's going to be a gaping hole in, in broadcasting in this town for a while, it 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 really is, and there will never be another Larry Kotler. Not there, another not another Cotman. It's just not going to happen.
1: Very very true. Uh, if you missed it earlier today, Ken and myself had a, a lot of interviews also uh, with it. We talked with Andy Garman. That was in the second hour of the program. Who. Right here in this studio, they hosted for uh, over five years together a show during the lunch hour from 11 till 1. You can catch that over on the podcast page and also in the 12 o'clock hour. Adam Emmenecker joined us. He was part of that great Drake team from a decade ago that uh, surprised everybody. 21-game winning streak winning the Missouri Valley Conference title, and Jeff Kahn, who is also his radio partner for a number of years, uh, down the dial at KXNO. So all those guys interviewed earlier today, you can go check those out at the podcast page at 1700kbgg.com. we got more on that coming up with Lou Seipolt. We'll be joining us here in about 10 minutes or so, Jimmy B. But we uh, transition away for a moment and talk a little bit of sports for the weekend. What a weekend it was, and the LeBron decision, (laughs) it came early, Jimmy B., Are you dancing now? You get to see LeBron late night. you got to be excited about this. I'm I'm Jack because
0: you know me. I'm a late night guy, so that's that's right in my wheelhouse. Look, here's the thing. I think it was not a foregone conclusion, but I think most people believed that he would indeed uh, head to the Los Angeles Lakers. I think what most people were waiting for, though, Trent, were for the Lakers to cut some sort of deal so that LeBron James would have help. Then when Paul George decided that he was going to head back to Oklahoma City, and then Kawhi Leonard deal, well, he doesn't have any control. It's a trade with the Spurs, mm-hmm. and the Spurs really are not that interested in trading with Los Angeles. So that's going to take a while to take place. And then boom, Magic Johnson at nine oh one on the West Coast, twelve oh one on the East Coast. He's waiting outside LeBron's house. Knocks on the door. Goes in. They meet for three hours, and then it comes out. We got a deal. I I was I was stunned that it happened like that. I thought that maybe the deal would take place either today or tomorrow. You know, before the holiday, in the middle of the week. Mm -hmm. But I, I was like shocked, like everybody, that it happened that quickly.
1: Well, it was great to see, no doubt, and, and very entertaining what went down with that. And Oh, yeah. Now LeBron in the Lakers, purple and gold. I'm looking forward to it, Jimmy B, but I, I was with you. You anticipate, is there another shoe that's going to drop? Well, everyone's waiting for Kawhi Leonard, and he he doesn't have control, Jim. He might want to go right. there. He might wa- But if you're San Antonio, is there any way in the world you're trading him to play with LeBron? I, I can't envision it.
0: I can't either. I mean, look, you hold all the cards, and you can say, well, they're being vindictive. Damn right they are. It's a business. This is a business decision. So that's what this is all about. Look, you would probably have to trade LeBron to the San Antonio Spurs in order for them to accept Kawhi Leonard. That's the way that I would envision this thing going down, or you would have to give up three of your best young players, not Lonzo Ball, because uh, Popovich has already come out and said, we're not interested in Lonzo Ball. But <laughs> you'd have to give up Kuzma, Ingram, probably your uh, your dog, your dog's puppies, and three first-round picks for the next three years in order to make that deal happen if you're the Los Angeles Lakers. And, they, and they're not going to do that, Trent. So I have a feeling once the – If there is a deal that takes place, Kawhi Leonard's going to end up in the East. And my guess is, is that teams in the East, well, he only has one year left. So if he's got one year left, you're going to sell the farm just for one year when you know that he's going to play one season and then bolt to the West Coast? No, you're not going to do that either. This is going to be interesting to see how this really plays out.
1: It is, and a lot of dominoes still to fall out there. Free agency continues on. We will get into that and a whole lot more coming up in the coming days. And more NBA talk coming up at 440 today. John Cannon is going to be joining us. We'll get into it with him. Also, Wolfgang in the 5 o'clock hour. He's a big LeBron fan. I know he's not a Lakers fan, though, Jimmy B. That's got to be difficult because you know there's plenty of those people out there that are either one or the other, either lakers fans and they never like lebron or vice versa lebron fans and they never like the lakers how do you converge with those two things
0: that's that's going to be tough for a lot of people <laughs> see i don't have that issue track see you're the fan i like players so i didn't care if lebron played in memphis mm-hmm. or sacramento or cleveland miami and now los angeles I'm going to watch the guy play because he's the best player on the planet. There's no question about it. So from that aspect, I don't have to deal with some of those intertwining, I guess, upset feelings that some people are going to have. But I can tell you this. If you are a Laker fan and you haven't sniffed the playoffs since, like, 2012, you are ecstatic because the Lakers now – are the number two betting odds to make the playoffs seven to two, and the Warriors, of course, are far and away the number one team seven to two. The Cleveland Cavaliers now five hundred to one, <laughs> five hundred to one. Now that LeBron left,
1: I might as well light that money on fire if you're going to be betting on Cleveland to win yep. the whole thing with the roster they have in front of them. More NBA talk coming up at 4:40 next. We go to KCWI, now CW's Lou Seipold, who's going to join us. Work with Larry Kotler for a number of years. We'll relive some great memories with Larry Kotler. We'll do it next year on Jimmy B T C.
0: Hey, it's Bill Ryder. It's nice to be talking to the home crowd again in central Iowa, where I was raised, where I got married. The show is right on you. 5 to 9 p.m. weekdays on Des Moines Big Talker, 1700 KBGG.
1: Sponsored by Firestone Complete
0: Auto Care. Head into Firestone Complete Auto Care to get $60 off per axle on a standard brake service. Whatever you drive, Drive A Firestone. Coupon required restrictions and exclusions apply. Details at driveafirestone.com.
2: Looks like we have another contestant for Russian Roof Roulette. Place your bet. Choose from unmet expectations, we overpromise and underdeliver, or we'll carelessly drag our ladder over your daffodils. Let's log on to Google and play. I'm Ryan Johnson, owner of Right Roofing. Before you play Russian Roofer Roulette, give us a call. Right Roofing is one of the only local roofers with a 50-year warranty on both the shingles and the labor. So you know that when we rough it, we'll rough it once and we'll rough it right. For a warranty on materials and labor that's five times longer than most companies, call Right Roofing at 515-729-0770, where we say you choose the color, We'll handle the rest. That's 729-0770 or find us online at rightroofing.com. That's rightroofing.com
0: with an R. Roof it once, roof it right, right roofing. By the time that we got up there, his room was filled with smoke. The wind had blown and drifted the snow up against the side of my house, blocking the exhaust from my furnace.
1: I heard the smoke alarm going off in my friend's apartment. Without... The kid a smoke alarm. My son would not be here today. Had it not been for that carbon monoxide detector,
0: they would come to school and not have their teacher there. I grabbed my fire extinguisher and put out the fire. Kitta makes technology that saves lives. Get these essential products at Menards. Right now, buy Ortho's Home Defense Insect Killer with wand at the Home Depot and get a free refill. Good news for you, final notice for bugs. Home Defense kills bugs where they live where you live, and prevents new ones from moving in, all for up to 12 months. Remember, it's your house. You make the rules. Get a free refill when you purchase Ortho Home Defense with WAND at The Home Depot. More saving, more doing. Limit two per customer, in-store only. Selection varies by store.
1: That's 650-1358 for New Leaf Wellness Centers. Let's feel better together and turn over a new leaf with New Leaf Wellness. Support Special
3: Olympics Iowa and join the Kiwanis Club of Urbandale for the annual Jim Jordan Memorial Golf Classic on Wednesday, August 15th at our Creek Golf Course in Ankeny. Special Olympics Iowa provides year-round sports training and athletic competition to over 14,000 individuals with intellectual disabilities in the state of Iowa. The tournament starts at 8 a.m. and all golfers receive 18 holes of golf, a cart, lunch, and opportunity for prizes. To sign up a foursome... As an individual or for sponsorship opportunities, please visit s o i o w a dot org or call 515 986 5520. We'll see you on August 15th at Outer Creek Golf Course to chip in for the athletes. Since 1980, Christopher's Gold and Rare Coins has been Central Iowa's trusted local source for precious metals, rare coins, currency, and estate jewelry.
2: Christopher's can help you invest in gold or silver and start or sell a coin collection. If you're looking for top value on family heirlooms, diamond and precious gem jewelry, or luxury watches, Christopher's trained staff will provide the information you need to sell with confidence. Christopher's Gold and Rare Coins, south of Douglas on Merle Hay Road or at
1: Christopher'sRareCoins.com. Wolfconstruction.net.
0: All right, everybody. Welcome back in. Jimmy B and T C right here on the Big Talker seventeen hundred. Uh, Lou Seibold has been on television for a long time, and prior to that, he was on the radio for even longer. You can always see him on the CW Iowa Live in the mornings, Monday through Friday, from 7 until 10 in the morning, and he joins us right now. Hello, Lou. I, I wish, I wish it wasn't under these circumstances that you are a guest today, pal.
3: Yeah, I I totally understand, and I think uh, along with the rest of uh, actually uh, what seems like now is the nation, people still in shock over the news that we heard um, what happened in early morning of Sunday as we lost uh, one of our colleagues, one of our brothers, um, you know, the cop man.
1: So, Lou, you obviously have known Larry for a long, long time. Give us, give us the timeline, if you can, when you met Larry and, and working with him. I know at KGGO, he came in here recently, still saw him on television in the mornings with you, doing some sports updates and what was happening there. You've known Larry for a, well, a very long time, but, but where it started, take us back. Uh,
3: probably, uh, you know, on Larry's return, um, and when he came back, uh, to radio in the area. You know, I didn't know uh, Larry Kotler as long as my sidekick, my longtime sidekick, Larry Morgan, mm-hmm. did. Uh, Cotman came back to Des Moines. He originally started, for some people that don't realize this, Larry started as a and in this area as a, a country music dish jockey <laughs> on a radio station called KSO, <laughs> which was uh, the sister station to uh, KGGO. And uh, he would spent a little time there. Then he and he took off. He went uh, out of state for a while. Then came back, and he was employed at KGGO uh, back in the in the late seventies. Might have been seventy nine or so, and um, was uh, unceremoniously asked to leave. Oh no, KGGO, uh, and that actually propelled his career in the direction that it went uh, into sports radio and to becoming the legend that he was in sports radio. Um, now, the story has changed over the years. And, and uh, Jimmy, I'm not sure you've heard the story. Have you heard the story about a song that Larry played that he
0: probably shouldn't have played? <laughs> no, I haven't heard that. I'm waiting for this one, Lou. Go for <laughs> it.
3: Uh, it was back in the days of album rock, okay, back when, when GGO was playing the album rock. And he popped a song on, and uh, from uh, what the story s- uh, said, was, it was uh, an album of Woodstock. And so they let it go, and he was uh, doing some other things. And like we did back then, you put the album side on, and you go do something else. Mm -hmm. Well, lo and behold, uh, they weren't monitoring exactly what was on the record, and (laughs) there was a part of the song where uh, the lead singer comes up to the mic to get the crowd to chant, to get the crowd pumped up. So he had the crowd say, give me an F. Oh, God. (laughs) You could probably figure out the other three letters that he added after that, and um, that didn't work out so well. But he left and then went into the talk radio realm at the talk station uh, here in Des Moines, and they saw his talents. And I have to give credit to them for seeing his talents and also his uh, his knowledge of sports and his love of sports. And that's where it went. That's where his career took him. He spent, what, nine or ten years. Over there talking sports, and then uh, went national. You know, he was on national radio. Right. He was on uh, in St. Louis and Vegas and Chicago, uh, a couple of different networks like the Sports and Entertainment Network and uh, American Sports Radio, things like that, and then came back home. And that's when he was back here in Des Moines and started doing some other radio around here. And that was his forte. He just loved sports. But as much as he loved sports, he loved the community, he loved being here. Now, he went to Valley High School. People probably realize that. His stepdad was a a football player at Drake University. Uh, And I say his stepdad because his his father, his uh, birth father, his uh, paternal uh, father, he passed away from lupus at a, a young age when Larry was young. And that was his drive to get involved with the Lupus Foundation of America. He was on the board of directors and really put the Lupus Foundation of America, Iowa, chapter on the map. So he had passions, and that was one of the thing that we loved about Larry, is he was passionate about whatever he did.
1: Uh, and it, let it, me it just, just follow up.
3: Amazing individual, and we had a special on local five yesterday. I have to tip our hat to the local five uh, folks. I was over at the TV station yesterday morning, right after this uh, happened, after we got the news about Larry's passing, and the news director April Samp uh, came in, and she says we want to do a special. Uh, and re- revolving around uh, the flash floods here, but we want to focus on Larry. We want to make sure Larry is given uh, the salute that he deserves. And so we had a chance to gather as many people as we could and touch uh, you know, all kinds of hearts when it comes to Larry. And we brought Larry Morgan into the TV station last night. It was a live show from 5.30 till 6.30 that was put together. It was all hands on deck. Uh, and Jimmy and Trent, you guys would have been proud to see the entire newsroom fill up with all the full-timers. We're talking the anchors from 10 o'clock news. We're talking the sports director. We're talking the, the lead photographer. We're talking all the stand-up people in the field, all the field reporters. They were all out just making sure the story was covered right. And it was an amazing collection. We brought in uh, Joe Stacy. He came in and told his story. It was very heartfelt. Um, the Lupus Foundation president and CEO uh, she came in, Carla came in, and um, she talked about how important she, he was to the organization. They went to the house um, where Deb, uh, Deb was, and uh, the, the people that were inside the building, there were, there were dozens of people helping out. Cars were parked everywhere. John Pettit was there um, from the Barnstormers. He's in there helping. Scott Casper, uh, the voice you hear at the Barnstormer Games, he was in there helping. Now, Andy Garman was there when we got there. Jackie and I got there, and they were all there helping getting things cleaned up. So it's the, the way, the people he touched, absolutely incredible, and he will be sorely missed.
1: Uh,
0: Lou, let me, uh, because I want to make sure we get this out, and I know you already know about this promotion. Uh, You touched on the Barnstormers and John Pettit and company that were there. Uh, Now, for the championship game this coming Saturday night downtown at Wells Fargo Arena, if you buy a $15 ticket, $5 of that ticket, Will go to Larry Kotler's family. I mean, that's an unbelievable gesture.
3: Yeah, and I, I guess the, the, I talked to Scott Casper earlier today, and he mentioned that to me. And he said that the ticket price that was normally thirty bucks are slicing in half, and five bucks going to the family. And here's something else that I'm not sure he told you about. Um, Scotty went down in the basement. He was one of the first people that was at the house because on top of everything else that happened, on top of this tragedy, when Deb got home. Cotler's house was flooded. Uh, It it was just devastated. And so he went down there, and they started getting things out of the basement, and he found the last batch of Larry's book that just came out last year, The Biggest Rolodex in Sports. And they are going to have copies of that book in the corridor at the game, too. They'll be selling that with all the proceeds going back to the family, obviously. Uh, and I, if I, I'm, I'm going to go off a of memory here. I think he said in Section 124. I think that's what he mentioned. But uh, they have like you know, the, the, the last batch of books that Larry ordered and received. Those are going to go on sale at the game on Saturday, too.
1: Yeah, and uh, you, you're right. It's Section 124 saw that there uh, earlier today on Facebook, so people can go out and get a copy of the book and help out the family with tickets, too a championship event here in our town, and and these are, uh, well, few and far between, Lou. we got a championship happening in Des Moines.
3: Yeah, that's so cool. You know, this is, um, you know, Larry, uh, we were blessed enough to have Larry on the program twice every week on CW Iowa Live. Larry came in in the 8 o'clock hour on Thursdays and just gave us a little tease uh, as to what happened, get us caught up in what happened in sports, and then on Friday he came back, you no, know, around 9.30ish, and then gave us a longer segment of what is happening in the world of sports. And he was very proud about, about three things. Two I'll give him credit for, one I won't. And I still, uh, I will never give him credit for this one. But the two I will give him credit for uh, is his love of the Iowa Barnstormers. Uh, he absolutely embraced the Iowa Barnstormers. He, uh, that was his passion. And he also... Uh, was in love and still uh, in in his heart uh, for the Drake Bulldogs. Um, You know, the the, the Drake University Bulldogs uh, were so meaningful to him. Again, like I mentioned, his stepdad played football. um, and that's the reason they came to Des Moines, and he was so proud to represent that organization. And so we'd always find some way, you know, if it was the season, to work in uh, the, the Barnstormers and the Bulldogs. And the only thing that I would have a hard time with him, and I always try to bust him on it, Uh, every day when he used to come on the air with us on uh, Fridays especially, we come back and we talk about something that happened in sports on that day in history. And I would do my darndest to try to find something um, that was either Cardinal-related, because he had such a love affair with the St. Louis Cardinals, Mm -hmm. or Chicago Cub-related. And last Friday, I remember the look I got from him and the little conversation we had, because uh, it was when Billy Williams from uh, the Chicago Cubs left fielder, number 26, by the way. Um, <laughs> there you when go. he broke the string uh, a record that Stan Musial had. And Kotler was just, you've got to be kidding me. This is what you came back to me with. And so I loved doing things like that with him. He always got a kick out of that.
0: Uh, Lou, it's, uh, I, I, I guess all, all you can say is for 66 and, and, and the tragedy that did take place, You can pretty much say, though, that he really did live life to the fullest. Isn't that fair? No question about it. He
3: lived life to the fullest, and he also lived life in what a lot of people are saying is probably the best possible way. Uh, One of the resounding statements that was made yesterday on, on the program, and even this morning when we talked about it, was, Larry was, and was unanimous amongst the people we talked to, and and, uh, Trent and Jimmy, you guys can talk amongst yourself too, the most positive person you've ever met in your life. Mm -hmm. No matter what curveball was thrown at this guy, and he had a lot of curveballs thrown at him, whether it was professionally, whether it was health-related, with his prostate cancer. He went after his prostate cancer, and was he he was going to beat it. There was no question he was going to beat it, and then... He was comfortable enough by saying, you know what, I'm going to let people know I have this so I can get guys out there to realize they need to be checked because he, 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 they found out he had prostate cancer because he just, hey, let's check to see if I have anything. And that's how he found out he had it. So he treated it and he beat it. And that was the thing he was most proud of. And, you know, that was amazing to see the resilience this man had. Of all the times he was knocked down, he always bounced back, and he always, and I mean always, always had something positive to say about a situation
1: he did and Lou when when you remember Larry and when you go back and you're talking you know to people about Larry Kotler for me it's it's always that smile on his face and we'd cross paths here at the studio from time to time he'd be leaving for the uh, afternoon I'd be coming in and uh it it wouldn't matter the hair would always be disheveled he'd be oh yeah I'm glad you said
3: that because you said I thought you were going to say what's the one thing you remember about Larry I said well, his hair sticking up (laughs) His hair sticking straight up before he went on the air, and then his collar being turned underneath, and yes. I have to straighten his collar out. I go, "Cotler, who dresses you in the morning?"
1: Oh, <laughs> uh, it's just, it, but but there was always that smile that it was It was more of a smirk, that smirk on the face underneath yeah. the mustache, and uh, that's a memory I'll always have for him. Great memories, and and a great sports guy too.
3: And he could talk to anybody, mm-hmm. and, and that was the most amazing thing. It didn't, it didn't matter who you were or what you had to say. He was. Honestly, engaged in your conversation, he wasn't just trying to blow you off. Uh, he he knew you were an important person, and boy, he made you feel like it.
0: It's always good when we have you on, Lou. Thank you so much, and that's uh, some. Just powerful, powerful storytelling uh, about, about, about a man who will definitely be missed. And as I said when the show began today, Lou, there will never be another Cotman.
3: Oh, there, there's absolutely no question about it. And the thing that really gets me is since I got home uh, this afternoon, I'm getting uh, more and more i to be able to dive into um, uh, some social media. And apparently Larry's being mentioned around the nation. Uh, for what happened and his contributions uh, to the world of broadcasting, not just sport, but the world of broadcasting. So, uh, folks, uh, we enjoyed him. Uh, And uh, one thing I do want to pass along, uh, a message from Deb, uh, his wife. I had a chance to talk to her yesterday, and I asked her if there was any messages that she wanted to pass to anyone, and she said yes. She says, please let everybody know and say thank you for the many years that this community has supported and loved Larry Kotler and supported the things that he was doing. And then also a big thank you to those folks that have reached out in her time of need, her and her son's time of need. So, again, it's a a tragic situation, Um, but as Larry would do, uh, we're going to get through this. But we have to put, you know, a positive take on this. I don't know what kind of positive take we can have of the events over the weekend, but we have to have a positive take on life and that's where we have to go from here.
1: Well said, Lou. Thank you so much for your time. Thank you, guys.
3: Have a great show.
1: That's uh, Lou Thanks, Lou. joining us here today. And uh, for more information, you can go to the GoFundMe page that has been set up. Just search Larry Kotler. It'll pop right up. Uh, a lot on Facebook and Twitter. You can find the links there. I know Andy Garman has sent it out. Uh, we have it on our Facebook page. Give to the family and help them out. Not only, obviously, dealing with the tragedy here, Jim, but uh, you imagine that, and then you get home and, and your house is flooded on top of it it's just yeah, i mean yeah. it's so difficult such a difficult time and if you have the means to do it certainly help out one of the good one of the best guys in this business
0: i agree with you 100% on that and you're absolutely right it is a tragedy uh we will all go pay our respects later uh this week and and even though he, the cop man will be gone he will never be forgotten
1: no doubt no doubt well we're going to Go from this, we'll talk a little bit more later in the show, uh, some more memories of Larry Kotler. And again, uh, a lot earlier today, too, if you missed it over the lunch hour with myself and Ken, we had Adam Emmenecker on from Drake. Uh, Jeff Kahn, who worked with him for a long time down the dial at 1460. Andy Garman, who was here in this chair for five years with uh, with Larry as well. You can check those all out at our podcast page. Coming up on the other side, going to shift the attention to the world of sports and uh, something certainly Larry loved. We're going to talk some NBA. We're going to talk about LeBron James, and we're going to do it with a Warriors fan. That's right, our man from John Cannon. He's going to be joining us coming up next. We'll talk with John. The Warriors perspective, should they be nervous? We'll get into that more coming up on the other side here on Jimmy B T C.
0: You found your home for real sports talk for real sports fans. 1700 KBGG.
1: Are you interested in starting a new franchise? You can find a lawyer right here in the state of Iowa that can assist in your franchise needs. Rush Niggett of Brick Gentry PC provides law services for those involved in starting a franchise. Find more information online at RushOnBusiness.com where Rush Niggett can assist you in buying and starting a new franchise. A presenting sponsor of the 2018 high school baseball season on 1700 KBGG. Brick Gentry, PC, and Rush Niggett.
0: For today, mostly sunny, dry, and warmer, with a high near 88 degrees.
1: Mostly clear and dry later on tonight, with a low near 67. I'm local five meteorologist Taylor Canoost.
0: Sponsored by Serta, get a free box spring or up to 500 off an adjustable set with the purchase of select eye comfort mattresses. Hurry in to Archer Home Center in Adel or visit SertaRetailers.com. Terrace Hills Golf Course is home to the four-and-a-half-hour guarantee. Are you tired of playing golf courses that don't care about speed of play? Then make a tee time at the beautiful Terrace Hills Golf Course weekdays before 2 p.m. and weekends and holidays before noon, and they guarantee you'll complete your 18-hole round of golf in four-and-a-half hours or less, or your next green fee is free. Terrace Hills Golf Course. Make your tee time now by calling 515-967-2932 for Terrace Hills Golf Course in Altoona. Real sports talk for real sports fans. It's Jimmy B and TC. Here's Jim and Trent. Welcome back everybody. Uh, we roll all the way till six o'clock. Trent has high school baseball tonight as well. Um John Cannon is a voice that you hear on this station. He's covered the NBA for a long time. It's good to have him on. A, uh, a Golden State Warriors fan because he worked a lot of their games, and so that's still in his system. And he comes to the show to discuss the Warriors, the Lakers, and all of the zaniness that has taken place so far in NBA free agency. But before we start with that, John, uh, a Larry Cutler story from you.
2: Okay, so my radio career began in a dingy studio in Las Vegas, Nevada, which was the home of the Sports and Entertainment Network in September 1992, and the guy who did the show before mine was Larry Kotler. Wow. He was on from three to six. I was on from six to nine. And my first ever talk show was the two hour audition I did to get the job. So the night I showed up to actually do my first show was the second time I'd ever done a talk show. And Larry was great. I mean, he'd already been in the business 15 years. He could have big time me. And because I was so new and he did the exact opposite. He... That it on my first sentence, introduced me to his listeners, asked me about myself so that, you know, it's hard to just sit at a, at a microphone and start talking about yourself. But if someone's asking you questions, it's a lot easier. And so he just made that whole thing so much more comfortable, kind of hung out through the first hour just to make sure I wasn't going to crash and burn, and then uh, quietly took off and went home. And then I worked there for about three months. And every night, I'm doing my show prep, and he'd come out during his breaks, and we would talk about things, and he'd share a number or two from the famous Rolodex and help me out getting a guest, and uh, just was so generous with his airtime and with his knowledge and his contacts. And then when I got fired, because the guy that hired me got fired, and you know, you guys know that's really never good, especially for the new guy, um, he made sure that I knew that he thought I had something that this was not my fault that I got fired and that I needed to stay at this because he really thought, you know, I was onto something. So that really meant a lot. So my career went on to Phoenix and Larry came back here and we really lost contact. Um, But we had a mutual friend and I was talking to that guy and telling him, Hey, we're moving to Iowa. He said, Oh my God, you've got to call Larry. Larry's big there. So I said, Oh yeah, forgot all about Larry. So he gives me his number. This is like, spring of 2015, so it's been 20 years, 22 years since I've talked to Larry Kotler, and I call him up out of the blue, and it was like we had talked two days before, (laughs) and that's just how he was, you know, I mean, he was like that with everybody, and when I got to town, he could have viewed me as competition, he was freelancing, I was coming to town thinking I would do some freelancing. And, you know, so far, the dough that, that you handed me, Jim, is the only dough I've made since I got here for three years. But, you know, I really had big ideas when I first got here. Um, and he just was gracious. He introduced me to people. He, he showed me around, you know, down at Drake. I mean, just was as nice as could be. And I, I only wish I had talked to him more. I just figured he'd always be there, yeah. you know? I mean, I, I just can't, you know, imagine... It not be in there. So I, I did his show a few times, and um, and I was so sad on Sunday when I, I just got a text from a friend saying, "Hey, you know, really sorry about Larry Kotler." I'm like, "What?" And I had gone to bed at like twelve thirty, where I knew that someone had lost their life, but I had no idea who it was. And I am I'm still not near over it. It, it is devastating to me. It's devastating to everyone here. I, I get that. But for me, it's a little different because here's a guy that was here in Des Moines who knew me before I was me. You know, he knew me before I was a mortgage broker. He knew me before I was a husband or a father. He knew me a really long time ago. Now, there are other people in my life who've known me that long, but none of them are here in Des Moines. And I really kind of took for granted that I had a friend here who I had that much history with, and now I don't. And I just feel this tremendous loss. So that's my Larry
1: Collar story. Very good one. jeez John. Yeah, I mean, I didn't realize the connection there, and and yeah, a, a guy that I, I think you put it very well. Not realizing, and I think something to to think about, and for a lot of different walks of life. Not forgetting the people that are there, and the people that can certainly help you, and just the friendships that you can make, not just in this business, but in in any business. And that's a big takeaway from this. Uh, another. The other news of the night is a different variety. I got, I
2: got two more, two more things, Trent, okay. that I want to yeah to to mention about the Larry thing. Number one is he was really grinding. Yeah, and he had nineteen part-time jobs. <laughs> and I, I, I think you guys have probably heard the Barnstormers have a promotion where mm-hmm. they're donating some money from each ticket if you buy it in a, spe- a specific yep. way and you contact the Barnstormers, they'll tell you how five dollars of every. One of those tickets, I think it's lower bowl tickets, are going to go to the family. So that's really important. They're also selling his books there at the, at the game. He wrote this book a few years ago. Charges twenty bucks for it, and it's called The Greatest Rolodex in Sports or something like that. It's all stories about these interviews that he's done. And I think we should buy so many books that they have to print more. I, I really do because he self he self published it, and I think he's got about hundred books left. And I, I think that we should be talking that thing up and get going, sending people to his website to, to order that book to the point where they really have no choice but to order more and and get some money going to that family because they're really, really going to need it. He deserved a break, guys. He deserved a break more than anybody else in the world, and he never got one. So right. a way. let's right. help him out.
1: No doubt. And and uh, Section 124, if you make your way to the Barnstormers, the promo code... We'll say it here. It's KXNO, but you put KXNO in the uh, promo code for a Barnstormers ticket, and uh, you'll get $15 ticket. $5 of that will go to Larry's family, and, and John's right. Go out there, buy the tickets, and get that done. John, uh, well, before we run out of time, we brought you on, though, to talk NBA, and, and I love the Larry stories. But uh, LeBron's coming west for the first time. He'll be making his way, and he's going to the Lakers. Now, he's going to need help. Young base is there. But uh, Kawhi Leonard continues to be the talk. But when that news came out last night, your initial reaction?
2: Well, I think it's I think it's great. I think it's great for LeBron to get out of Cleveland. I think it's great for the Warriors, who will not sleepwalk through this season. They, you know, four games against the Lakers. I mean, the games against the Lakers the last several years have been the thing that have put the Warriors to sleep. And that will not happen. To have a rival, an in-state rival like that, is going to, I think, regenerate a lot of, of uh, excitement and interest in the regular season uh, for, for the Warriors. And it also, you know, they're probably not really competition for the Warriors yet, at least as they're constructed right now, but they're going to be competition for the Rockets. The Rockets aren't built to deal with LeBron. They're built to deal with the Warriors. So anything that, that gets in the Rockets' way you know, helps the Warriors. So I think from that standpoint, the Warriors are very happy. But I I do think the NBA's got a problem. Guys, do you know how many players who made all NBA the last four years play in the
1: East? Not many. Zero. Oh,
2: wow. Every player who's made all NBA in the last four years now plays in the Western Conference. I was really surprised to hear that because I thought Kyrie had won it. This is, you know, they have first, second, third team. It's, It's not divisional. So... So they have 15 guys who make all NBA, and a lot of them are the same guys every year. And, you know, at least what I read, they all play in the West right now. That's a problem for the NBA. I don't care how they spin it. That's a problem.
0: It It is. Uh, John, do you think, uh, and we'll let you go on this, do you think they should change the playoffs and just go to the best 16 teams or still keep it West and East?
2: I, I don't, Jim, and the biggest thing is because of the travel. I don't think you can have a first-round matchup between – Golden State and Miami. This uh-huh. logistically, there's just no way to do that. And and I I also think if you start making, you know, major changes like that to you know to facilitate or to fix a current problem that's not going to be a problem forever necessarily, I think um, I think you really run into trouble. But so that's the, that's the biggest reason. I just don't think you can do it. How are you going to play a best three out five with teams that that are that are you know three thousand miles apart?
0: Right. And yeah, I'm with you. I, I'm with you.
1: Go ahead, Trent. Kawhi Leonard. Uh, let's finish up with that. Kawhi did, is a trade to the Lakers happening? Something else? What What are you putting your betting money on? Where Kawhi plays next season?
2: I don't see why the San Antonio would trade him. Mm-hmm. I really don't. I don't see at least not during not now. Maybe at the trade deadline, but you know, especially trade him to a team in the West. I I, I don't. I don't see how they would do, Popovich is not going to, he's not rebuilding, he's, Popovich isn't going to try to win in three or five years, he's 70 years old, I think he's, he's trying to be as good as they can be right now, and, and Kawhi is part of that, and I think what they, what, the, what they really should try to do, and Jim, I'd be interested in your opinion on this, is, is try to Paul Georgians, you know, have him there for a year as a hostage, and hope that during that year enough good things happen where he wants to stay.
0: I don't I don't know if that's going to happen or not, it seems to me, and there's even been conversation, John, and we gotta get running here. We gotta hit the break, that he's even considering sitting out uh the upcoming season if that's the case. This has turned into well, a very, very nasty relationship.
2: Right. That's the leverage he has. He's gotta use it if he
1: can. Thanks, guys. Yeah. You bet. Thanks, John. Thanks, John. And we uh we owe John a little bit more time down the line, Jimmy B. We'll we'll get him on here in another week and and dive a little bit deeper there but it was great to hear his stories and, and Larry Kotler going back to yeah. oh man I mean we're talking back in what 93 so way back in the day with the national work that Larry was doing and John and him sharing the same chair very cool story thanks to John Cannon another hour to go here Jimmy B and TC we continue on it's Tiki Barber
0: and Brandon Tierney we are Tiki and Tierney giving you the big scoop on all the games afternoons on the Big Talker 1700 KBGG boom